This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. And for a while, there was some good. But unfortunately, I think the bad event eventually took over. If we can fire off cut number one so we can talk about those Mavs and Lakers from last night. We've entered the final five minutes of the game. Reeves on its way down. <laughs> fair who, call, who just calls for that very That's the, fair. The lakers broadcast obviously is the mavericks were getting worked on the fast break all game long but particularly in the second half things fell apart look i love Derek lively i thought he was outstanding in the first half and less outstanding in the second half what that's, say you guys about the game? Well, that's going to happen with a 19-year-old. That's why For sure. we're really hoping in the offseason, which it didn't happen, but we didn't honestly know how good Derek Lively would be. But still, at the same time, you have to have another center on the team. And Maxi Kleba and Dwight Powell, we've known for a decade they're not the answers. Right. So I'm sure the Mavericks know, too. I think in that game... They were inconsistent in the first half, but only down by two. So it felt weird you're only down by two watching the game. You're like, wow, we're only down by two. And then the third quarter happened, and they Jackie Robinson that quarter, which means they put up 42. <laughs> and that did was you say his Jackie number. Robinson? Yeah. That was, yeah. My, that was why I was a little like, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But there it's can, okay. There can be an extra T in there. Just a talking medium. I get it. Uh, but that was where you saw when they were talking with Doc Rivers – And like, hey, do you see the Mavericks as a threat? He's like, you don't want to take on Luka and Kyrie in a playoff series. It just gets a little bit scary if, you know, how good they are offensively. But then that third quarter, you're like, they can't win a seven-game series with this defense. They just can't. Now, Dante Exum being out does hurt your defense tremendously. But at the same time, you watch the rebounding and the defense and the lack of depth at halftime, because I looked at the box score, guess how many points, rebounds, and assists the bench had. So besides the starting five, what did the bench do for the Dallas Mavericks at a 55-53 to 53 game? Just give me how many points you think the bench scored, how many rebounds you think the bench had, and how many assists you think the bench had at that point. Eight, two, and one. Ten, three, and zero. He was right on one of them. They had one assist. They had one rebound, oh, no. and they had two points. Oh, no. So at halftime, you we have 53 points. Lot. I don't know how many rebounds and assists that you had, but at halftime, your bench, because of your depth, Grant Williams, I believe, had the two points. Maxi Kleba had the one rebound, and somebody else, I'm sorry, it might have been Seth Curry. I can't remember. It might have been Jaden Hardy had the one assist. It so, wasn't Curry. He had zero stats last night. Okay, so – 
I remember at halftime going, wow. Like, if you want to know how a team relies on their starting five, look at right now the Mavericks at halftime have two points, one rebound, and one assist. So this is not a deep team. They, they yeah. do not have depth on this team. Uh, they're only missing at this point Dante Exum, who was out from that game. So I think I look at this team and I go, I like it, but it it lacks a lot of – they're going to win a playoff series. They're going to make a playoff run. They do not have the depth. They do not have the defense. They do not have the rebounding. And I don't know how you solve that uh, in this trade deadline. Because you would have thought, I guess I would have thought, is you would have created a little bit more depth or hopefully found a little bit more usable depth. That's what we always talk about, usable depth. Because you can have depth. Yeah, no, you've got plenty of people who exist, but usable depth with, all of the absences because like just going into the travel of this game. Now I realize like most of them played, but you weren't sure about Luca, Derek Jones, Exum. I know he did not play. And then Luca's missed time. Jones, Exum, Lively, Kyrie. They've all missed time. You would have thought like, hopefully you've seen some other things step up that you're like, all right, now I know what I can use with this play. And I'm with you on that. And the other thing, too, is I think this team, I don't know if they're learning this, but we've learned this if you're watching the Mavericks. They cannot play at anything under 100%. When they go, when they try to coast, and uh, some teams can't. LeBron is a regular season coaster for a decade now. And I'm not saying that he's not great. It's just that he knows how to coast and get away with coasting. When the Mavericks go into Kevin, like last night, and Corey, if you're watching last night, they're not getting back on defense at 100%. If you're not getting – because they're not a fast team, what I mean by that is Grant Williams can't run fast. Luka can't run fast. Dwight Powell can't run fast. Maxie doesn't run fast. Now, yes, Kyrie runs fast. Tim Hardaway Jr. runs – they do have some guys. But if they're not all out 100% to become an average defense – like 100% every effort, that just makes them an average defensive team. That just makes them an average rebounding team. So when they decide to try to coast a little bit, yeah. it just destroys them because they don't have the talent to coast. And then yesterday you saw what feels inevitable, and this might be the case for most teams, is if – the Mavericks go cold from deep distance. Yeah, they are screwed. Right. Unless right. it would be different because, like you said, if they do those things, they're average. The only thing that would be different is if somehow you got across the board above average defensive play, uh, defensive game, and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, maybe that's the case. But you were getting smoked in transition yesterday. And you were cold from three. That is the recipe for how did they lose this game? Like that. And when you're cold from three and you can't get rebounds and they're a good rebounding team against you, sure. then that's gonna that's gonna sure. you're gonna suffer with that. I do And I was actually you know what's <laughs> this is probably not the best, Corey. I agree with you. I thought they did okay on the boards yesterday. Uh-huh. And like this was still the outcome. I would have okay, hoped yeah. I would have hoped that we got smoked on the boards and I'm like, that's another thing we're yeah. bad at. The, I do does Mike, you always you will gripe at people for not watching the league, just watching their team. Yeah. And this is where I have to ask you. Okay. Does every team have a hardaway where you're like, We cannot win without this guy? And then the next night you're like, We can't win with this guy. He's 0 for seven tonight. Like, no. does every team have a guy like no, that? No, so there's, there's about five guys in the league that you'd say they don't have a conscience. They think they've made 17 in a row, and they need to shoot 17 more times in the next three minutes. 
they're they're not on every team and i'm sorry i'd have to go through the league and start looking uh but they're just guys the guys that used to do this at swaggy p jr smith like these because they played on the lakers because jr smith kind of followed lebron at the end like you remember those guys there's guys that you're just like they don't have a conscience and they will keep shooting and they will go oh of 20 and be just fine with it now in a way that's a good trait in a way, it's a bad trade because they can lose a game for you because they will not move the ball. They're going to shoot the ball. And so last night, Hardaway being 0-7 from three, he's, I call him Joey Gallo. He's, the other game he had 41? Yeah, 42, yes, he did. I think. He was 42, awesome. 41, 41. Right? And that's, he was, him and Kyrie, Kyrie first, Hardaway second, were the reasons you won that game yeah, exactly. a healthy New Orleans Pelicans. He's not – Hardaway isn't the reason you lost, but to your point, if Hardaway goes five of seven, he usually doesn't go three of seven. You know, if you were like, yeah, man, he's a, about a 40% three-point shooter, but he never really shoots 40% in a game. He either shoots 70% or Agreed. 10%. That's like nine of 12 you to 40%. or one Agreed. of 15. I so, so <laughs> agree with all of that. So at the end of the year, you'll be like, that's yeah, 40%. He's a good three-point shooter. And I'm like, I hear you. <laughs> But, but it's never 40%. Yeah, like, and so uh, on nights when, like you said, whenever Luka and and even Kyrie are struggling from three, then whenever that guy's struggling from three, too, you're like, well. I Ideally. I feel like, did Kyrie struggle just in general he last had a, night? He had a rough game, and he, got, he made a great pass. But LeBron, I mean, I'll tell you what. Undercut him. Way better tackler than the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday. <laughs> oh, man. He, he accidentally tackled Fair. Kyrie on a pass where Kyrie was in the air and he landed on his hip hard. And I'll give him the excuse as he was probably fighting through some hip pain during the game and just could never, he could never get his game going. And this is one of those things I do not want to like say this, but Luca and Kyrie last night didn't mix well. Now, they haven't played a lot of games sure. together this year. It's not like last year. I'm not making this a story, but Kyrie kind of took over the team in Luca's absence and said, we're going to play this way, and I'm going to take over games. And he was phenomenal at it. When Kyrie was out for his 12 games, Luca knew, I have to play 42 minutes, and I have to play at a 35, 15, and 10 standard. Yeah. And he did do that for the most part to win enough games to keep you in the position you're in. Now we're hoping the rest of the way that Kyrie and Luka can be healthy together and start creating a consistent chemistry. Ideally, let's assume, like just for now, you go with the players you got. Right. Ideally, ideally do you sub out Hardaway for Exum and that's your preferred starting lineup? Yes, the only thing okay. that scares me is how bad of a three-point shooting team you are in that. In the, and I know that Hardaway's inconsistent, but you have to respect his three-point shot. Exum, you let him shoot. Derek Jones Jr., you let him shoot. Derek Lively, you're only worried about around the rim. Luka, I feel like it's a win a lot of times when a team gets him to step back. I get how deadly it can be, but if I'm a coach on defense and I get him to shoot a step-back contested three-pointer, I'll take that all day rather than him probing in the lane and figuring out how to either make his layup or alley-oop the ball to Derek Lively or kick it to a wide-open corner three-point shooter. Now, I, I thought this note was really interesting as we talk about the adjustments with the injury, and somebody did bring up Josh Green's absence as well. Is Oh, that's true. Uh, I he, he rarely plays, so I forget who he uh, is. <laughs> he plays on yeah, Monday. Four, I think he's played in four games this year. I, on Monday, no, that's not true. Five. They started Kyrie, Hardaway, Green, Kleba, and Lively. 
that group had not been on the court together all year, and they were your starters. Oh, yeah. I think you have more starting lineups this year than any team in the NBA. That's good. And that's more because of injury. I mean, I get this. Like, Grant Williams has played himself out of starting, right? I mean, Grant Williams isn't going to – he's only going to start because of injury. Grant Williams is now a guy who's probably going to come off the bench for 15, 20 minutes a night on this team. Um, You know, when you're completely healthy, I'm with you. I wonder this. I just wonder – if you start Josh Green over Dante Exum, I'm not saying that that he's better than Dante Exum. He's not, but maybe you feel like he's more of an offensive threat while still being an average defensive player. But I, I don't know. This is this I is don't a- know if I feel that way anymore. Like I said, Exum at the beginning of the year was Grant Williams. Now it's Exum and Derek Jones who's shown more offensive potential yeah. than I thought they could. Yeah. Is this? For this team to be, in, in your mind, in your eyes, yeah. a real contender. The difference between contender and... Two pieces away that and, aren't on the team. And is... Okay, you said two. I was going to ask, is it just a big body to go to pair with Lively? No. Is not, that one of them? Though? That is one of them, yes. A, okay. a, a Wendell Carter Jr. who seems to be available. I don't know if the Mavs have it. Like, it doesn't have to be. I'm not saying you need Shaq. Jokic. Okay. I'm just saying... You need a guy like Wendell Carter Jr. to be a combo with Derek Lively. Uh, and now I think you have that solved. And then you need a, I think, a Pascal C. Occam-like player. I know he just got traded. But if you get those two pieces, a guy who can play 20 to 25 minutes a night at center and a guy who can be a more reliable wing player, I do think you have a chance to win it all in the future. For the big, I was going to say I would like acceptable on – because I'm also factoring what I think we can get. David yeah. Robinson no, in well, his prime. Great. Acceptable on offense, acceptable on defense, and a really good rebounder. Like, that's the big I'm looking for. Sure, I would does like Does that a, fit? When, does Wendell Carter I th- Jr. I fit I think that? it does. Yeah. And do you think, do you think, do you agree with Mike that you need a Siakam or that you can be in the mix without it? I think Mike's right. If your goal, and I get it, everyone's goal is like to go win the championship for sure. I would just see. Let's just even say Carter as a potential progress forward to hit one of your big deficiencies. I'm not saying that means, like, look out, Denver. I just – I think that would be a nice step in the right direction. I think you'd be scarier in the first round of the playoffs to teams if they were like, hey, if we get Derek Lively two fouls in the first yes. two minutes and they have to – then they bring in – if they bring in Dwight Powell, the game's over. Like, yeah. he can't play in this league. So, if you have a guy like Crap, if we get two fouls on him, they do have another guy we have to worry about. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's Tom from My Buddy's an Idiot. Does your friend have a terrible sports or pop culture opinion, or did they bring their head coach back? Let us know, 877-881-1053. Philadelphia. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. There are rumors circulating over in the UK via The Sun and I believe the Daily Mail that AT&T Stadium will host the 2026 World Cup Final. We are in your face. trying to corroborate that. You said it would never happen. That is not you said true. nobody wants I to watch a soccer match. I am not one who said that. I said I think it will happen. At the very least, you'll get a semifinal. It's we're, a soccer game. We're trying to confirm that. It's the biggest sporting event in the world. We're trying to confirm that from Wimbledon. somebody on this side of the pond. So as soon as we get that information, which would be huge. Why do they say pond? That's it's a lake. It's a, it's not even a lake. It's a it's an ocean. They used to not know what things were. <laughs> They're like, oh, bodies of water. Yeah, they called it the Atlantic Pond. I don't know about any of that. And those buddies were idiots. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. It's time for my buddies an idiot. Does your buddy have a terrible sports or pop culture opinion? Let us know, and we will fire it up right now. Now, obviously, I'm assuming people are going to text in. Maybe pro, maybe against. Are the Cowboys idiots for bringing back Mike McCarthy? No, they're just consistent. Fair. Like I, I, I hate I, it. But if fair. you just look at Jerry Jones's history, stop listening to his words. His words contradict his actions. If you just look at his actions, especially after Jimmy, like the thing is, is there was a lot of aggressiveness in this organization from 1989 to 1993 with trading for players, draft pick craziness, cutting players. Yeah. And then it stopped in 1994. Now, if let's just look at the actions. The actions suggest Jerry will tell you how aggressive he is and all the different crazy things that he does. But a lot of those actions stopped when Jimmy left. So who was making those things happen? If if those actions stop in kind of 1994 and they never happen again, Jerry changed or the person that was making the transactions changed? So if you just look at, I know I'm going back in history and I don't want to discuss that too much, but I'm just like, if you look at how Jerry treats coaches and players and everything, well, there was a difference in 1989 to 1993. It was different. Now, if Jerry was doing all those things, then he completely and totally made a 180. Yeah. Or there was somebody else running the football program, and then Jerry took over running the football program. My my theory is the action suggests Jerry took over in 1994, and the actions have stayed the same with the organization ever since. The trading for players, the draft pick stuff. Like, it's pretty easy if you just stop listening to words and look at actions. The... I do think it's difficult to look at your team and ask the guys on, like, the coaches, hey, what happened in this game, and to get a real answer. 
I, I really do. I think that they're they're given the best answers to save their jobs, and Jerry has to kind of cipher. I think uh, I think that Stephen and Jerry and that group they all have to kind of look at it and go, is that right? Can I replace the whole team or can I replace the coaching staff? Which one is the one that's at most at fault in this, and which one is going to make the difference? And that they decided to continue with that. I don't think they're idiots for sticking around with it. Did they? Yeah, I think they're idiots. They didn't make any phone calls and ask around. Yeah, I think they're idiots. They didn't say, "Hey, Bill, is there a, a chance that you would like to be here?" Uh, and I don't know. Can it seems like businesses can do that, even though you're not supposed to be allowed to do that whenever you're under contract, right? Like they can go find a replacement for you, but you can't find a replacement job for yourself. So would that be the the situation if they they can go call Bill Belichick? They well, that's can, why people have agents. They can talk like, to I don't everybody. Know who Mike yeah. McCarthy's agent is, but Mike McCarthy's agent, if he thinks he's going to get fired and he's not fired, he can start talking to the Atlanta Falcons and say, "Hey, you know, my client McCarthy might be yeah. available here. Is there, you know?" So I, to your point, yes, Mike okay. McCarthy can't go talk to the Falcons. But I, w- I would say that they were idiots if they didn't if they didn't check around and say there there's a better option out there. Is C.J. Gardner Johnson? an idiot he was trying to trash talk baker mayfield and it didn't go super great because he said that group he's talking about the wide receivers in tampa is one of the better groups we've done faced all year besides that tampa group talking about the rams if you give that tampa group a good quarterback that's a great group evans godwin gage that's a great group i played against them for real baker mayfield calmly responded I don't think he's really watched the film because he mentioned Russell Gage. We love Russell. He hasn't played a snap for us all year. So that's why they lost. It's because he didn't know who he was playing against. He was just, he was thinking it was a year from a team from years ago. Well, or maybe why he's going to lose this weekend. That could be the case. I, I'm not sure. But I think you have to chalk him up for an idiot. If you're trying to trash talk and you mention somebody who hasn't actually played on the team, it's like this one time. This is my, one of my favorite stories from the station is we replaced Rage for a while, and we had been on air for three weeks, and somebody texted in, who the F are you guys? I'm the biggest listener to this station in the world. I don't know what's happening. F you guys. And I just calmly responded, well, if you're the biggest listener in the world, you probably should have known that we moved on from Rage like three weeks ago. So you might need to pick it up. That didn't and happen. He, I was on a three-week vacation. He got so mad. He's like, F you. I'm gonna blah, 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 blah. And he like made threats about hurting me and stuff like that. And, of course, he did it happened. Yeah, he did nothing. Kevin's calling you out right now <laughs> to come do something about it. I'm not. But I thought that was hilarious. He's like, I'm the biggest listener in the world. What happened the last three weeks? I wasn't listening. And that's kind of what C.J. Gardner-Johnson did. Everybody has a three-week vacation, Kevin, uh, in March. You know? Yeah. Everybody does that. I mean, if you run the Mavericks, it was when free agency was. If you run the Cowboys, same deal. You know? Like, if you run a lot of the teams around here, you can have you can have plenty of vacation. It's fine. I, I don't... Right? Yes. Okay. It's not a vacation when you're working on Shark Tank. Okay, well, what's going to be the excuse now that he's quitting Shark Tank? He's not the owner anymore. Yeah, but he's still in charge of basketball operations, It's right? amazing. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> Two more uh-huh. years. Two more years. For Mark, and then you think he's gone? Yes, that is, that is exactly what I think is going to happen. And then... Uh, <laughs> and then... 
What am I going to do with my Donald Hodge NFT? Somebody just said, how is that trash talk against Baker Mayfield? Well, he literally said, if you give Tampa a good quarterback. A good quarterback. So that's the so he's so he was it. saying that uh the baker's a great quarterback is that what you're what they're in what they're taking from that does i don't know this might be mean does the tcu women's basketball team fall into this category because they had to cancel two games and now have open tryouts because they didn't have enough players to field the team tcu tcu what happened big 12 basketball they with s- all the girls who play basketball around here yes they don't have kids that can play? They said the cancellations were a result of injuries within the program and to ensure the health and safety of the program's student-athletes. Always got to put student-athletes in there. So somebody failed, and then they had to they be— They said it was safety. Safety health. safety for the educational— Wait a second. Yeah, I'm gonna Aren't there 15 here. girls on college scholarship for each program? How many of them were—you're It was. You're saying sick. They were 14-4, and four too. They had the flu. I can understand I that know. if if you have that situation, like there's just we had something break out, you know, virus wise, and we don't have enough healthy players. But that seems weird that you have 15 girls on scholarship on a basketball program, and you don't have, you do need seven, I would guess. You need probably two players just in case of foul outs or injury or yeah. something to have. But that's amazing that. They're saying out of the 15 girls under scholarship, we don't have seven of them available to play. I, I believe the open tryouts are tonight and Friday night. But you obviously have to be at TCU? Yes, and you have to sign up before 4 p.m. Us? On Can we do it? Date. No. I, n- I never used any college eligibility in basketball. Uh, oh, you have to be a full-time TCU student. Sorry, Mike. That's why you can't do it. I don't know. Wasn't there a school right down the road that uh, had some guy who was 26 years old playing high school basketball for a while? Yeah, it is You're injuries. You're not supposed to do that, though. It's injury-related. Wow. Yeah. So not the, the like, the... What, are they running the, Pat Riley practices <laughs> there or something? I don't. I don't. I don't what, they're, know. They're, they had a, their point guard had a season-ending injury. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what. Their center suffered a the broken draft. finger. The Cowboys will draft her in the first round. And on Wednesday, uh, one of their forwards announced her decision to undergo left ankle surgery, ending her season. So there was there's so they have three season-ending injuries. Yeah, th- well, I think the center position, the broken finger, that might be a comeback at some point this year. But yeah, they're like, hey, we need some more. I wonder, hey, let's, let's go. I let's go. How many girls are at TCU that played like competitive high, high school, school basketball? You want to know what's crazy about that? They started the season fourteen and zero. Look at that. And then now, all the injuries mounted up, and they lost four. Take that, Tennessee and UConn. It, I, I don't know if they're the best girls basketball. I guess it's LSU and Iowa. Yeah, and the Cowboys have lost one in a row. Oh, my God. Is Rangers still in the They got the Steph Curry of girls basketball in Iowa, I think. Caitlin Clark. Is TCU had to forfeit these two games. It'll count against their conference record. And then uh, Kansas State and Iowa State, it counted towards their conference record. But it would not impact. TCU's overall record. It doesn't matter. There's no way if you're the selection committee, you're putting a team in the tournament that doesn't, you're not sure if they will have a team to play in the tournament. That, like, if we were running the tournament, that's a tough point. wouldn't you go, hey, TCU's a bubble team, or like, they're, I don't know, you take 64 in the girls thing too, right? So, you yes. take 64 girls teams and it's you're not at 64 for the men's anyway. Uh, it's 68 or whatever. Who <laughs> right. cares? It's, those are the fart knocker games. <laughs> um, but 
you just look at it sure. and you're just like, all right, we're at team 48 through 64. We're trying to make a decision here. TCU's on this list. We have, you know, 40 teams here and we have to need to eliminate these or pick 12 left. You can't pick TCU, right? We're, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, probably not. I'm like, I don't even know if they're going to – who's going to play for them? I, I don't Nolan know. Nolan Ryan's son? Yeah. He went to TCU. Yeah. I couldn't think of any other. Kurt Thomas. He went to TCU also? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That was um, good for him. Ladanian Tomlinson? Ladanian Tom. You know what? What was that quarterback that lost 70-0 to zero in the championship game? Max Duggan. Max Duggan. Maxaw. Maxaw Jim Duggan. How's he doing? All right. Let's. I think quick. he's. I think he's going to finish gonna second or third in rookie on, of the year. We waited too long. He's not. Is are oh. people who believe in pro football focus idiots because they put out their highest graded quarterbacks for this weekend? Dak. No. He threw for 400 yards and three touchdowns. You can't do any better than that. NFL.com had him as one of the best going into this week. Oh, okay. (laughs) Jordan Love had the highest grade, followed by Matthew Stafford. Out through him by 130 yards. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes had an 88. He was fourth. They gave C.J. Stroud, who had one of the most unbelievable games in the playoffs by a rookie quarterback ever, a 77.8. Yeah, but he didn't play a good defense. <laughs> it was the number one defense in football, Mike. His rating was a 157.2. Yes. Near almost, perfect. Almost as good as Dax. 274 <laughs> yards and three TDs. J.J. Watt tweeted out, this is what happens when you try to grade football players with an algorithm. C.J. Stroud's performance was quote-unquote graded a 77.8, and people treat this as like gospel. And then the well, they, face palm. Let me tell you this. With as bad as pro football focus grades players, shouldn't they stop putting that on? Is it Sunday night football when they have? They do. When, when everybody introduces yeah, themselves? They're, they're ranking all the players on Sunday night. The game of the week is Sunday night football. And they give so much credit to pro football focuses numbers. They're actually using that on the broadcast, putting it up as, as this is it. He is the fourth best tackle in the NFL. He is the eighth best quarterback in the NFL. Like Sunday night football needs to look at this and go, guys, until this gets better, we can't put you guys on, on the board here as you are grading the players correctly. Well, I mean, I do wonder that because Chris Collinsworth is like a majority owner in that. So I do wonder if that's Whoa. part of like why NBC does that with the Sunday night football thing, because Tell Chris, his algorithm is not good. <laughs> I, hey, listen, man, there are a lot of things about Chris Collinsworth that I would like to say, but yeah, he, uh, he bought a majority stake for 6 million and 14. Uh, so, and yeah, he's had a, a, a portion of it since then. So that's probably why they use it. But that was a good investment. But yeah, I, 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 Kevin, I think my biggest concern is with them and their grades is like, I have. There's sometimes I'm like, the dude, my eyeball test said he was really good. I have yeah. no clue what y'all are grading today. And then, by the way, does the weather deserve forgiveness for keeping DeAndre Ayton from making it to the game? I remember when he was in Phoenix, there probably wasn't a whole bunch of snow that was holding him back, but he was a scratch from their game on Wednesday due to the weather. What's the, what's the, worst weather situation you've ever had 
that you had that you were like can't do it. It was that day <laughs> that we thought that we were, we were die. all on top of the building, <laughs> and I thought we're gonna die driving home, but we lived. Why My does DeAndre Ayton stink so bad? How did he get worse going to a situation he thought he would be better in? We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. Could Mahomes versus Allen go down as an all-time great QB rivalry? Plus, maybe I did get feedback in a World Cup update. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Here's Mahomes. Look at underhand, and he throws it for the touchdown. How about that throw? Always a little something different, and Travis Kelsey has the touchdown. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. we got Evan Carter coming up at noon. But right now, it's time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Yeah, here we go! Ugh. And let's start talking about Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Do you think... No, they will not get paid more than Dak Prescott. Ah, uh, that is unfortunate. <laughs> Do you think this could be an all-time great QB rivalry? And so they're playing again. Not necessarily this game this week, this, this sure, game, but the just rivalry, the rivalry of- in general is there's so many great quarterbacks. No, that's true. One of the things I just thought in the was AFC really interesting about this is they're tied for the most quarterback matchups in the playoffs. This will be the third before turning thirty. Troy Aikman against Brett Favre. And then John Elway against Bernie Kosar were the other ones. I feel like Aikman and Favre is probably more well regarded than or Bernie Elway. Kosar versus Steve Young. That yes. was a huge matchup. <laughs> then Elway versus Kosar. But they're playing again in, by the way, Patrick Mahomes' first ever road playoff game, which is amazing. Do you think this could reach that level or eh, I don't know? I hope so. But will both teams be Indianapolis Colts, New England Patriots, good for a decade together. That's the thing is we thought, hey, Buffalo seemed to be cracking uh, in the offseason. And then the first 12 games, they were in trouble. They were six and six and then they won out. So I don't know. Buffalo, in a weird way, needs to win this game more to stay relevant longer. Because if they lose this game at home, I think that they're going to have a lot of questions around their organization and what they do. Not getting rid of Josh Allen, but just will they stay great and will the players want to be there like uh, Stephon Diggs? I I hope so. My answer is I hope so, but it seems really tough to uh, have that rivalry where let's say every other year those guys get playoff matched up. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm just kind of looking at the greatest – uh, mensjournal.com oh. has the greatest Super Bowl rivalries, and that's like oh. that's tough to replicate too. Yeah. Because, like Mike said, because teams aren't making it back the same way. The Vikings uh, it, versus winning. Uh, yeah. Um, number one was Staubach and Bradshaw. Sure. Number well, at least two, we got ours against them in that up. matchup. Number two Mike. was Montana Elway. Number Smith. Number three was Aikman Kelly. Uh, four. Well, at least they didn't get us. Elway and Favre. Uh. And then number five is Manning and Brady. Do you think it can top Manning Brady? That's my question. If it can get that there. That feels like the all-time gold standard. I don't because I think most And I was talking about Eli Manning and Brady because that's oh, the Super Bowl. Then, then, yes. <laughs> because the, the Manning-Brady, Peyton Manning, Brady's mostly considered the best quarterback of all time, Montana second, and a lot of people have Peyton Manning third. 
So if you have two of the top three quarterbacks in the history of football, it's, it's going to be really yeah. tough for Mahomes, yeah. who I do think can break into that top three category. I don't know if Josh Allen can break into like the top five quarterbacks of all time category. I will say if if you are a football fan, it's one that you need to watch for the history of it because it will it will be something that you look back on and go, man, that was a blast. Every time they matched up, it was exciting. I could see that. Now, whoever does make it to the Super Bowl, they get to enjoy Reba McIntyre singing the national anthem. Remember, at one point, Jerry thought Reba was singing the halftime show here at Thanksgiving. She did a great job. It was Dolly Parton. But yes, Reba McIntyre is going to sing the national anthem. Post Malone will perform America the Beautiful. Oh, so he'll perform post Reba. Uh, is that the order they do that in? I don't know. How is it done? I, I understand your clever turn of the phrase. I think I got I it wrong. I just don't yeah. know. Post Malone was in this studio. I know. That's Chris crazy. Arnold brought him up here before he was, he was starting to get noticed nationally. And then Justin Bieber, I remember being in here, he was right where you were at, Corey. You and Post Malone are like the same guy today. Wow. And he was like, I'm really pumped up. Because Justin Bieber just signed me to open up for his concerts. And Pops Mike mark that. Pops Mike was that. neighbors with him. Remember that? Yes. Our, the Pops that was in, that was his neighbor. Post uh, Malone? Yeah, his son and Posty were best friends back in the day. How were they best friends? It felt like Post Malone also let us know he barely wakes up for a day. <laughs> At that point, it felt like he slept till noon. He woke up, <laughs> ate something, and went back to bed. That is cool, man, uh, that, that all those <laughs> artists are going to be performing before the game and that one artist will perform at halftime. We'll see. Now, who's per- is, is Post Malone going to be part of the halftime show with Usha? Not that we know as of yet. We'll see about that. The Ravens went ahead and got rid of Melvin Gordon and picked up Dalvin Cook in his stead for the divisional playoff round. All right. Hey, two Cooks could be facing off against each other in the championship, right? James and Dalvin. Yeah. Would you be super pumped about that? Uh, I want to see. I think you have four great quarterbacks left in the AFC. So I think that's really cool. And you – you can't really look at a bad matchup. If somehow C.J. Stroud upsets Holy Baltimore, morally. that will still be a big story that, oh, my God, C.J. Stroud just went through Lamar Jackson, the MVP this year, and Lamar Jackson would just die off. Yeah. Like, he would die would as so much bad. as Dak is dying right now. And then you'd have whoever wins, Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is the bigger name because he has the two championships two mvps but you can't really lose but if you get lamar jackson versus one or the other that'll be pretty special it probably won't surprise you to know that i know they hang their hat on this the dallas cowboys yes green bay packers game was the highest rated of the wild card weekend it's because mccarthy was coaching (laughs) and what it had 40 million viewers he's the connection for both teams which was more than four million higher than the next rated one which was sunday night rams and lions think about that a sunday night one point game 
was the next highest one, and it was more than 4 million viewers less than a straight-up destruction. Because those Cowboys fans I don't know. I thought I saw watch. where it peaked when we started making the comeback, and yeah. we just ran out of time. How, not how did they get to 40 million <laughs> when all those Cowboys fans were in the stadium? That's what's wild to me. Is just how That would have been, what, 40 million and 100,000? watching 000? it in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, oh, but no. as we've talked about, just as many people, or a lot of people, seem to love to watch this team fail – so I bet those people stuck around. They're it's like, half and half, ah, right? Ah, yeah, I half can't half. believe anybody root against the Cowboys. Yes, you actively root against the Cowboys. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, what am I talking They're about? They're my favorite. All right, let's go from that to you were mentioning C.J. Stroud. This doesn't happen very often, but I still thought it was really cool. The Texans C.J. Stroud, or excuse me, the Texans and C.J. Stroud, first team to ever start a rookie quarterback against the number one defense in the playoffs and win. But that's only the fifth time it's ever happened. Previous four, they all lost. Not C.J. Stroud. He gets the job done. Does he win the Super Bowl as a rookie? No. Well, you know what? We have a rookie coming up who won the World Series, and he's still a rookie. That is a weird thing. Like, if next year, I know C.J. Stroud's played the whole year, but if next year they would be like, hey, now C.J. Stroud. He missed that. Even he missed that couple games concussion. I guess we are doing that with Chad Holmgren. They don't do that in football because shouldn't Jordan Love be considered a rookie this year? He played a little bit here and there. Chet Holmgren's so a rookie. Carter. Chet Holmgren's a rookie. I. That's that is a good. Didn't Donovan point. Uh, Mitchell? No, like gripe Sim- about. Well, yeah, he probably did because like Ben Simmons, he won yeah. Rookie of the Year his second year. And Donovan Mitchell was ticked off about it he was wearing shirts like what does rookie uh, mean that's or probably something. why uh, he was gonna be rookie of the year but 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 yeah ben simmons who i mean obviously proved he's a great basketball player <laughs> future hall of famer what do you know what do you think about darius slay's analogy about switching defensive coordinators for the eagles you're trying to find two identities it's tough it's like having two marriages you know how hard having two marriages would be one might want her feet rubbed the other one might want her shoulders rubbed that's crazy that is that is a you gotta figure that out. tremendous quote. You gotta go right through there. the learning curve you, with them. Isn't that okay with Mormons? I would you rather rub shoulders or feet for your wife I mean, or a already, significant other? My wife would me rather her rub her feet. Adrian that? would rather me rub her back. So I guess shoulders. Okay. And you say feet? Yeah, that's that's like she likes that. Okay. There you go. Now Hopefully. What about Jess? Yeah, we've is, all opened up about our significant yeah, others. Uh, what about your lover? Her knees, not that shoulder. I guess <laughs> her knees because going into the couch. I'll tell you what. <laughs> let's go to break. We're gonna get Evan Carter here, and I'm gonna rub your shoulders. So you, you know get what? S- I'm gonna try to sabotage this interview now, just because of you. I thought he said he was gonna stab. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.